Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hey everybody, I hope your Thanksgiving was awesome. I have a goal of making these episodes shorter, so I'm just going to dive right in because I feel like whenever we can spare a few minutes, the kids come interrupt. I know what it's like. I had three kids in four years, so I'm just going to dive in. The patriarchy. We're going to talk about this in like 10 minutes. I'm so pumped. Are you ready? <laughs> so personally, I used to feel really turned off, and it's really important for me that we that I share that with you because that might be some of you guys. I know there's a lot of you women that listen to me and follow along with my journey. And you're like on board with this and you're like, yeah, tell me all the things. And then there might be others that I'm also keeping in mind who this could be really new to you. Like it was to me, maybe even just earlier this year, honestly, like January, February, March, probably not so much, you know? So, um, the best way I can explain the patriarchy is it's essentially like racism, but among the sexes. So it's the idea that men are superior to women. And therefore there is more freedom and opportunity for men, just like we could argue black and white or any color and white, right? Like whites are superior in the concept of racism. Same thing with men and women, the sexes with the patriarchy. Um, and I want you to think for yourself, like, do you believe that? And, um, I know for me, my brain was like, okay, there's a huge threat warning, warning. This could like unravel our faith or make us hate men forever. Not so. So I really want to be clear that the patriarchy, the way that I am explaining it and the way that I have interpreted it, which has been side by side with my faith and with the Holy ghost has done nothing, but help me to be empowered and help me to be more equal partners in my marriage and help me to better understand heavenly mother and femininity in a way that has helped me understand who I really, really am. So just to be clear, it's not a concept designed to pit women against men. I'm going to share a couple other ways that this has really helped me this year. And then we're going to go into how this shows up postpartum. So The patriarchy to me is like an initiative that basically says, let's all men and women make sure that we're able to have and hold our highest power together as children of God. It's beautiful. And it's so true to the culture of Christ, the culture of Jesus Christ, right? So I want you to imagine for a minute that, you know, we live in a fallen world. And so we are susceptible to um, traditions that are beneficial and are bringing us closer to our identity as children of God and are closer to our savior, Jesus Christ and truth. And then there are traditions that are, we are steeped in literally like a tea bag (laughs) in a cup of herbal tea, right? We are steeped in these since we're young and we don't even know that we are. And some of those could be unrighteous or in other words, contrary to truth and actually be holding us back without us even knowing it. And if I was Satan, frankly, I, if I knew that women were really powerful, this is what I would do. I would slowly boil them in an environment that belittles them and makes them feel like they can't speak up and that they have to do this or that so that they never question it because they are powerful. So I think one of the most powerful ways to be a woman and to, for lack of a more eloquent phrase, stick your middle finger in Satan's face is to actually consider, are there any ways that I have been raised as a woman in a fallen world that might actually be like in my programming and in my brain 
that could be holding me back in who I really am and in taking my full power. Um, so here are some ways that I've used the contra- the concept of the patriarchy to better understand truth and empower myself as a woman and a daughter of God. I have taken a new look at my role in the institution of marriage, taking responsibility for seeing myself as an equal. And I really believe that the prophet in his talk, um, president Nelson in 2017. So those who aren't of my church, it's just president Russell M Nelson. The talk he gave was called a plea to my sisters. It is so beautiful. Please go read it. No matter who you are. I don't care what your beliefs are. Like it's so good. Um, as, as a woman, it's so edifying and just like helps you see yourself for your power and everything. Um, but yeah, I've really started to be like, okay, am I equal in my marriage? I have stopped in general holding things in and not asking for what I need around men. I noticed I kind of had a tendency to like back down or hide, whether it was like my brothers or my husband or my dad. Um, and so I've realized that that's actually a disservice to men because they never get a chance to deal with their own emotions. Cause we're doing it, you know, ahead of time with it. We like, we just take on double and they don't have to feel anything. And that just doesn't work out for either party well in the long run. And we're going to talk about that postpartum. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, I now understand and have so much more compassion about the competitiveness that I see amongst women, whether in business or in motherhood. Yes. In motherhood, there's so much like, Oh, well she had an epidural, but I had a natural labor or right. Like superiority thing, or, um, well, she's a size six, but I'm a size two or, um, you know, like, Oh, her house is only this clean. Mine's this clean or our house is this big. And it's not just women. Men do this too. But I think that I understand through understanding patriarchal programming in our society and now us as women for so long, there's been a competition of resources to hold the same power as men and having a man that was powerful meant power for women when women didn't have their own power. Like for example, the right to vote and other freedoms. And so there was this competition among women to have the power that they wanted. So that to me has been just conducive to more forgiveness and more less competition, more sufficiency with myself and helping understand why some women can just turn on you and be really insecure. My heart hurts and I'm sad, but I also understand it better now. Um, I have deeply searched the tenets of my faith to understand God's view of women and men of masculine and feminine and those, the place for both of those energies in Christ's plan and in his culture And I love what I find there. It has been so empowering and helped me grow in my admiration for God's plan and frankly helped me take motherhood off of the high, high pedestal. Although please hear me, motherhood is like everything to me. And so, um, but I think just like there's a separation between the culture of Christ and like the culture of our world, the patriarchal culture, whereas the culture of Christ, women are equals. And we know that, by the way, there's like a really excellent talk, um, October 2020 general conference. I think it's just called the culture of Christ. I could be wrong. But um, what I'm saying is like any good thing, when Satan touches it, we can take it either too far or we can belittle it too much. And so motherhood, what I see is women have taken it so far to where they can't win. 
like ultimately we put motherhood on such a high pedestal that we are not enough no matter what we do. And we have such a strict, like, oh, this is what a good mom does that we actually stop loving ourselves and nurturing ourselves and the whole plan is frustrated. So I would want to direct you, if this resonates with you, to go read The Family, A Proclamation to the World and separate out what's actually said to us as mothers and women versus what culture might say to you. Okay, and then, like, I think I already mentioned this, but I just really feel like I've come to truly connect with my Heavenly Mother and start to envision feminine nature and what that looks like in a goddess, right? Just like we have God, our heavenly father. Um, and I know that's something that's not talked about super a lot. And I'm so happy to have that conversation and talk about it. Um, so I have also just really embraced my own feminine energy. I could say so many more things. I think there's so many let's dive into how does this relate to us as women postpartum? How does this come up in our marriage and with our bodies and everything postpartum? Four main ways. Number one, holding things in. Have you noticed that sometimes you want to hide from your husband the stuff that's going on for you because you don't want to have him get worried or you don't want him to think you need to spend more money on you because you feel guilty about what you've already done. It's like this overall, just, I don't want to take up space. I don't want to be heard. Even though like consciously, of course we don't think that way, but again, it's like this programming. You want to watch out for it. (laughs) Holding things in number two minimizing our own emotions or kind of downplaying them. I do this all the time. So I went from holding things in to now I do say things, but sometimes I notice that I want to downplay it and be like, Oh, it's no big deal. It's just this thing. Even though inside I'm like dying and hurting. Right. So that's something to watch out for. And this is just two men, right? This is when I'm talking to my husband or when I'm talking to my dad or something like that. And I'm not blaming this on the men. I'm taking full responsibility. But I do think that this is a product of patriarchal society that we've kind of, we're coming out of, we're phasing out of, but it's, it's something we've been steeped in for a while. By the way, don't like, don't discredit your husbands. I think a lot of men, totally, this is intuitive for them. Just like a lot of white people, even though they're not black, they can totally see racism. Even though men aren't women, they can totally see the discrepancies and the disparities. Um, so something kind of to just chat about next date night. (laughs) Number three, I already talked about this, but comparing and competition amongst other women in motherhood and like with our bodies and all of that. And number four, um, like I said, putting motherhood on a pedestal so tall and high that we don't adjust well postpartum. Postpartum can be a time when things are messy and ugly. Like (laughs) our bodies aren't what we thought they would be. And if we are putting ourselves in the box of like, oh, this is what a woman should look like. And this is what a mother should act like all the time. And this is what a wife should be to her husband. Yeah. Postpartum kind of breaks all of the boxes. And if you aren't aware of the patriarchal programming that you have, you're going to get depressed. You're going to get anxious. You're going to feel like a failure, like you're not enough. So this is really, really helpful. Now you might feel a little bit overwhelmed at this point. You might be like, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm seeing this. This is a thing for me. I just want you to know when you come into my virtual office, when you are one of my clients, we work on this one thought at a time. So it might feel overwhelming. You might be like, okay, my eyes are being opened. Don't worry. It's really just one thought at a time. And the recipe for success is knowing what your thoughts are and being aware of this, and then also knowing how to manage your emotions. So I was just going to go into what the solution is. That's that's seriously, I just said it. It's being aware of the programming. Number one, educate yourself, learn about it, continue this on your own. I like watching old movies and the older, the better and noticing the discrepancies between men and women and just things that are said, just like there's like political correctness. You're like, Oh, they just called that person 
gay or a faggot or something like not right. Um, that's kind of how it happens with women and men in those movies. And then it's fun to like come up to today's movies. It's so different. We're heading in such a more masculine, feminine balanced. We're not there yet, but we're, we're starting that revolution here. We're that, um, coming back to that more equalized egalitarian culture of Christ there. Um, number two, check your marriage. I know you're making sure you're equal. I know you guys stand for yourselves, but in what ways may there still be work to do? Um, with money specifically, I see finances, um, money or just like feeling like we're not only earning money in the family, but we do more on the home front too. So we feel like this obligation to do more than our husband. And we don't speak up and say, Hey, this isn't really fair. These are your kids too. We just kind of like do it because we think it's our job, whatever, because patriarchal programming. So just double checking, like everything you do. And I'm not here to say that gender roles are bad or that it's not okay in your marriage to decide that one person is with the kids more than the other. That's not bad at all. Just making sure that you're looking at it and you're doing it by choice, not just by obligation. That's the trick. Okay. And then the last fun area I want to leave you with to work on. This is like, I'm like dancing as I say this, I'm, I'm standing right now at my standing desk. I'm like, yes, is how are you treating your kids and specifically your daughters compared to your sons? So just notice, are your expectations different? Um, I want to tell you that coaching with me is like working with an emotional doctor. Okay. So we heal your mind and body, but we do it through releasing emotions and knowing how to manage emotions and identifying what thoughts are creating our emotions. And, um, I like to believe that who you spend the most time around is who you become. And so I really feel like coaching with me is like somebody's holding up or just any coach, right? But like, it's like coaching is like somebody's holding up a mirror to you. And this is very distinct from therapy in this way. It's like they are standing for who you want to be. So in the consult, like you're really painting the vision of where you want to go, who you want to be, how you want to be. And every time I meet with you, I'm seeing you as that person already. Think about how powerful that is, right? Being around somebody every week who sees you as that person already. Um, and because I have awareness of this stuff, I can bring that to you and help you draw that own awareness in your parenting in your marriage, in your motherhood, and in your self and your womanhood and that power. So hopefully you feel like a little excited and a little nervous because you're like, dang, there's more power I could tap into potentially. If I look at this stuff, that's exactly where I want you. And I want you to take that nervousness with you and come book a consult with me. Have no fear. I mean, actually have the fear, just bring it with you because sometimes it's our own power. That is the most, we're the most afraid of. But on the other side of that fear is doing so much good in this world. And woman, we need you. So it's lizzielangston.com forward slash console. And we'll talk next week. Love you guys. Hey, Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple and I will be calling you soon.
Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big. 